It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to Horse Tracks, a feature of Mile High Broncos Podcasts, part of the Fans First Sports Network. Here's what's happening in Broncos country. It's officially that time of year, Broncos country, where it's not feeling too good and uh, there's a lot of people out there that just want to get hop on board with the whole tank for Caleb Williams stuff and I'm not sure if I'm there yet I'll probably be there soon but also let's remember Sean Payne is a October kind of coach not September so we'll just have to wait and see but ladies and gentlemen I am your host for today Ross and welcome to this edition of Horse Tracks. It's a great looking Tuesday on the 19th of September, part of Fans First Sports Network. Uh, Fans First Sports Network, excuse me. Um, and it's time to break down parts of the Broncos versus Commanders game. And today we will be playing the best game of all, the one that everyone knows and loves. We're playing the blame game. All right, so we're going to take a look at who we can really point the finger at in this game and see if we can get to the bottom line and maybe share up some of the debates that you guys have been having over on Twitter because Broncos Twitter is not in the best of places right now. But before we get into things, just real quick, find all of our um, awesome articles over at milehighreport.com. Um, and you can follow us on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Mile High Report. And uh, you can find yours truly, especially over at Instagram, because I run that. And so I see everything that you guys have to say. And I'll, we'll reply it, um, when you guys you know reach out, ask any questions, you know, stuff like that. And then also uh, expect a what's probably going to be pretty damning and brutal um Broncos offensive line film breakdown coming this Thursday live on YouTube. So go ahead and uh, subscribe to this area if you haven't yet. It's just uh, Mile High Broncos podcast over on YouTube. But with that being said, let's get into the blame game. And let's look at contestant number one. And that is the latest head coach of the Denver Broncos, Sean Payton, because the accusation stands that his play calling in the second half has been nothing short of pretty dang bad. All right, so let's take a look at the second half stats over the last couple games. 
they've had nine drives in the third and fourth quarters. So over eight quarters, they've had nine drives for 311 yards, 15 points scored over those eight quarters, three punts in those eight quarters, uh, three three and outs. All three of those punts were from three and outs. Then they also had one turnover, that being the interception against the Commanders on Sunday. So what it seems to be is that the play script is good. The Broncos put up 21 points on three drives uh, against the Commanders. That's that's awesome. But the halftime adjustments, they're non-existent. They don't happen. The running game is not nearly as good as people are expecting and maybe needing it to be. I will get to Russell Wilson and the offensive line as well. But maybe that's why the offensive line hasn't been doing as well is because you brought in run blockers and you're passing the ball a heck of a lot um javante williams really averaging right close to four yards a carry which is not bad but we were supposed to be getting more um than jaleel mclaughlin he had his one touchdown on his one carry against the commanders but nothing else and then also another thing you saw marvin mims a couple catches lighting up the commander's defense but he wasn't targeted in the second half at all. Sean Payne really chalked up too. He didn't like the personnel look um, with the commanders and with the Broncos and just kind of yada yada. But you got to find ways to get the ball into playmakers' hands. Marvin Mims diced them up and then did nothing in the second half. Not even targeted, I believe, in the second half as well. That can't happen. That's not excusable. Sean Payton, there is our first contestant. Contestant number two is one that personally I'm not blaming, but it is Russell Wilson. Let's talk about turnovers uh, where he had two against the commanders. He was clean against the Raiders, but two against the commanders um, because, of course, it looked like he had that fumble against the Raiders, but there ended up being a defensive penalty, so they didn't have to worry about that. But he had an interception in the second half that was not a catch, and then there's a fumble on the play that he was face masked. So, are we really going to blame him for that? Um, and now his performance in the second half. I mean, look, just like what we looked at the Sean Payton um, little part, they ha- it hasn't been good. His second half hasn't been good. He's looked a lot of check down, not as aggressive. I um, mean, heck, you could probably um, tie. You, um, I mean, the Broncos, I mean, we're going to get to it. They've, they've given up nine sacks in two games, seven against the Commanders. But um, a lot of that's on the offensive line. But also some of that is going to be on Russell Wilson as well. So we can take the blame for some of those sacks. Um, but my just my opinion, and one thing that a lot of you guys agree with is Russell Wilson is not the scapegoat that many of Broncos country, Broncos media, and the national media are making him out to be. I mean, you you, you saw this. So, um, I mean, you might have seen this um, post, um, uh, you know, Mile High Report retweeted, but Russell Wilson essentially is not the problem. Uh, over two games, he's on pace for 4,122 passing yards, 42 touchdowns to eight interceptions, and almost 500 rushing yards. Now, is that worth $50 million a year? You're right about that price range. Probably. Most corporates probably demand that at that point. That's MVP conversation type stats. Russell Wilson. He's not the answer. He's not maybe the solution. But he is not the reason that the Broncos are losing these football games. 
Now let's get to the contestant that maybe we could really throw most of the blame on. And that is former Broncos head coach, current defensive coordinator, Vance Joseph. Now he's walking into territory where he might be, he, he should be on the hot seat already. He absolutely should be on the hot seat already. Um, at this point, hey, may, may, if Rex Ryan wants to come coach the Broncos halfway through the season, let's do it. If the Broncos could somehow find a way to pry um, uh, Wade Phillips from the Houston Roughnecks, and I mean, the Roughnecks, I mean, I've already heard from their, their social media themselves, from the team account, they're not um, in the business, let's say, of, of getting rid of Wade Phillips. So, um, um, I struck out on that idea, but man, so, so man, not good. Shocker. We should have seen this one coming. The defensive play calling has been horrible. They, I mean, they were just getting underground low, shallow crossing routes against the commanders. Nothing about it. Screens um, for the first couple of games. They've done nothing about it. Tackling has just been bad too. Um, and the stats as of Monday stand that the uh, or after the Sunday slate of games before the mo- two Monday games is that the defense is 16th in yards per game, 23rd in points per game. They're giving up 233 passing yards per game, which is 21st, and they're giving up 91 and a half rushing yards per game, which is 11th. And against the Commanders, they gave up 21 points in that second half and a whopping 26 first downs. Now they were decent. Um, in the third down, I believe the commanders were something like three for 10 on third down and one for one on fourth down. So a lot of first and second down, first downs. They were gashing the Broncos. Um, and after, and after like halfway through the second quarter, it was bad. They adjusted. It doesn't, and the Broncos don't, they have a pretty good defensive roster too. I mean, obviously it's not the most act, but you should be able to have a top, 15 top 12 top 10 defense with guys like Pat Sertan who's the best cornerback in the league Justin Simmons who's top three or five safety in the league you got Drew Sanders Randy Gregory DJ Jones Josie Jewell you should you should be put at least an average to an above average defensive unit with these players but he's not and one thing that was weirded out by I mean maybe you guys can give me a little bit more insight here but why wasn't Pat Sertan just shadowing um Terry McLaren over that game. I know, I know, Dotson is good too, but just shadow Terry. It, you should just have your best guy and their best guy, especially if he's tearing you up. Terry McLaren had a fantastic game, um, statistically speaking, scoring speaking. Maybe it's halftime because he's going against Martin Mathis, who's been getting roasted in coverage this year. It's not good. Something has to be done, and the Broncos should probably, honestly, cut their losses now, move on from Vance Joseph. They could probably find someone better than him. It's a very, very low bar. And uh, we got two more contestants for in the blame game. Uh, Second to last one being the offensive line. They gave up seven sacks against a decent front four, but seven sacks nonetheless. Looked like Garrett Bowles struggling still. Ben Powers was getting his teeth kicked in a lot in pass pro as well. They've now given up nine sacks on the season and a whopping 18 quarterback heads with 14 coming against the commanders. McGlinchey, he's not living up to his contract right now. Um, I mean, the saving grace for Ben Powers, at least, is that he wasn't necessarily brought in for his pass protection. Neither was Mike McGlinchey, uh, but his was touted as a lot better. But um, there's that. And the the good news here 
is that one thing that um, I point out to you guys and was pretty obvious, to be honest, on film um, through preseason, at least the, the two games that the Stars played, is that Lloyd Cushenberry looks much improved from his last season. Um, and that there's proof here is that he was the best graded offensive lineman and he looked the best on, on um, with the eye test as well. According to PFF, he was the top graded offensive lineman for Denver this week. Um, so the O-line needs to be something done. Um, and like I said, we'll be taking a look at that film over on uh, Thursday. Um, so we'll, we'll be watching a little bit of that game, um, and we'll see how far uh, we go through. Probably take a look at the first half, um, at, le- at least the first quarter with the uh, offensive line, and take a look and seeing what they did well, what they did horribly against the Commanders. Now the last culprit here, let's put it on... I think we'll just give it overarching officiating. Um, and penalties are in there. Uh, Sean Payne could take the blame for most of these penalties. Uh, when you have a team that's riddled with penalties, you blame the head coach, blame the lack of discipline. The Broncos had nine penalties for 58 yards against the Commanders. Um, and kind of like the Raiders game, most of them were coming really inopportune times that either extended drives for the Commanders led to scoring drives or they killed offensive drives. Um, then there's also the penalties. I mean, let's blame the defensive pass interference that was not called on the two-point conversion that the Broncos failed. I mean, like, obviously, like I said, they should have been in that position anyway, but they got hosed on that one. Russell Wilson face masked a few times during the game. One on that fumble as well. And like I said, that interception. Ooh, I don't know about that one either. I don't know, man. So, Broncos have been getting the short end of the uh, injury stick or the, uh, the the officiating and penalty stick. So I guess we can blame that one as well. But overall, I think the biggest blame has to go to the Broncos defense and Vance Joseph. Let me know what you guys think about that one. Is there one particular coach or player or kind of contestant overall kind of scheme that you want to point most of the blame on? I'm here for the defense. Obviously, it all ties in. Everyone shares a piece of the pie when it comes to the blame. But I think a grand majority goes to the defensive performance from the Denver Broncos. And Vance Joseph, the defensive coordinator, has to wear that one. Now, just a couple of uh, uh, roster updates injury-wise. Um, uh, during the game, uh, DeLaren turned to yell. He left the game with cramping issues. Did not return. Not necessarily a word on him. And Frank Clark is still listed out as of Monday. But that's going to wrap it for us, guys, on this edition of Horse Tracks. Um, let me know your thoughts in the comments over on YouTube if you're watching there. Um, feel, um, please also reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter um, on that as well. Um, and then if you on whatever podcast and platform you're listening to this on, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere um, that you're on, go ahead and follow or subscribe to us if you haven't yet. Go on over to our YouTube channel, um, Mile High Report or Mile High Broncos podcast so you can find all of our horse tracks um we got the double Denver pod on there um and then we got the roundup on there as well and that's also where we go live and post some videos for the broncos um film breakdowns on the offensive line um appreciate you guys tuning in um make sure to find a follow-up stay up to tune with uh, everything broncos related this week milehighreport.com um with that being said though my name is ross go out and be a positive influence on someone uh tomorrow or today and um god bless you guys we'll see you in the next one
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.